Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Ken. For Friday, June 18th, 2021, brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is in the world. Why not hire him to be your dentist? Do it today. Make the call, 317-849-2933. You don't select a dentist, you hire a dentist. Hire the best. Do what you would do if you owned a business. Hire the best for the position, of course. Um, You know, uh, let's talk about sports, shall we? Because that's what we do here. It's going to rain here shortly. It's not going to be a nice day, which is perfect because the U.S. Open is going to be on TV. And uh, raining outside means no mowing the lawn, no doing any kind of weeding and that kind of stuff. We can just sit inside and watch golf after we get home from work. That's a nice day. Isn't it? Nice respite from the typical stuff. We'll talk about the U.S. Open in a minute. I want to talk about the Indiana Pacers, though, because Pacers fans continue to say things like, hey, we got a tank. Pacers have to tank. You have to get a great player, and the only way to do that is to hit bottom. Case in point, in the inverse, all right, the Indiana Fever are 1-13. They are the worst team by five games in the WNBA. Here's where they've drafted the last three years. Third, third, and then three years ago, second and eighth in the first round. And what do they got? They got bupkis. They got nothing. They got a whole lot of bad basketball. I like the people with the fever. Marianne Stanley, very nice person. Tamika Ketchings, you won't meet a nicer, smarter person than Tamika Ketchings. But the fever stink on ice. They are terrible. And they have drafted in the top three, like I said, of the WNBA draft in each of the last three drafts. How about the Chicago Bulls? Over the last three drafts, they've drafted 4th, 7th, and 7th. All right, they finished 11th in the Eastern Conference this past year. You think tanking is working for the Bulls? You think being bad is allowing the Bulls to get good? How about the Orlando Magic? Are they tanking? Have they tanked to get better? How about the Detroit Pistons? Not so good, right? Tanking, getting bad 
does not bring you good. Getting poor does not make you wealthy. It's, it's idiotic, flawed logic. It doesn't help. You have as good a chance to draft a, a dynamic, playmaking, franchise-making uh, basketball player at 13, statistically, as you do at number one. You can get Anthony Bennett at number one. You can get Donovan Mitchell at number 13. The Pacers are going to draft 13th this year unless something magical happens in the lottery. They're going to get a good player. They're going to get a good coach. They bring back all five starters. You've got bench guys who are going to be able to contribute. This team, for all its warts, all those warts are coming back. And these warts hopefully are healed, right Hopefully, T.J. Warren's able to play at a high level and play uh, the majority of the 82 games in 2021-22. Malcolm Brogdon's got to get healthy. Uh, Miles Turner's got to get healthy. Domas has got to stay healthy. And Karis LeVert has to get healthy. That's not a bad starting lineup for the Pacers. And you had the 13th overall pick. You got a chance to evolve into something decent. Now, is this team at a franchise level, built to be good, that's a different conversation. Is Kevin Pritchard the right guy to lead this franchise? That's a different argument. I can refute the argument that tanking is good. I can, uh, I can cite example after example that it doesn't work. But the argument whether Kevin Pritchard is the correct architect for this franchise, you can have reasonable people disagree about that. Right now, <clears throat> I'm with Kevin Pritchard. I like what he's tried to do. He's tried to moneyball this thing, and that's okay because what are you going to do in the in the NBA other than moneyball if you're the Indiana Pacers? You try to create in the aggregate what others have in stars. The Nets have three stars. If all three are healthy, they're really tough to beat. You're not going to beat them by aggregating three better stars. So what you've got to do is you've got to find five really good players who in total add up or exceed the level of statistical dominance that those three stars can create. That's what Pritchard's trying to do. Now, has he been good at it? Not last year. Nate Bjorkren was not the right guy to lead it. We'll see. And, and you know what? I, who knows, actually. The five starters never played a single minute together. And, and health has been a problem for the Pacers. So do you look at the medical staff, the training staff, what the Pacers do as far as, you know, injury uh, mitigation? I don't know. But right now I'm getting tired of watching the Bucks and the Nets. I'm getting tired of watching the Jazz and the Clippers. We'll see what happens in the semifinals, right? The Eastern Conference Finals could wind up being the Bucks and the Hawks. The Western Conference Finals could wind up being the Suns and the Jazz. You know what? Only deep basketball fans are going to watch those series with, uh, you know, unending focus. A starless, basically starless. Um, uh, I guess you got Giannis, you got Trey, you got Donovan, and, and you got Booker, you know? But that isn't the kind of star power that's going to drive great TV ratings. Anyway, what the Pacers are doing, really, really interesting. What the Colts are going to do in five weeks, five weeks from tomorrow, is open camp. And I can't wait. I can't believe that it's been three weeks since they've done anything. 
I'm getting a little bit buggy not having stuff about the Colts to think about and talk about. Because I think the Colts are going to be fascinating this fall, and I can't wait to see this team play. I can't wait to see Carson Wentz either be the 2017 through 2019 Carson Wentz or be the 2020 Carson Wentz. I don't want that guy, the 2020 Carson Wentz, who led the league in interceptions and sacks despite just starting 12 games and playing 12 games. But I want to see which one's there. I want to see if that defense can get after quarterbacks. What is Quiddy Pay going to be? Was he the right guy at 21? There are so many question marks on this team. Are the quarterbacks going to be able to keep guys from, you know, thrashing them? I, I think it's, it's going to be so interesting to watch what the Colts do. And, and that starts in five weeks. I'm counting the days. That's 36 days from today they open camp. That's too long. Can we move it up? Let's move it up to July 15th. Can we do that? I don't think we can. Um, Rick Carlisle resigned as a head coach of the Mavericks, the third longest tenured coach in the NBA, uh, resigned a day after Donnie Nelson uh, was kind of mutually, it was mutually decided that he had to go as the GM. Mark Cuban making changes. And if you're not going to, uh, wow, that's a beautiful bluebird. I'm sorry to be distracted, but that is, I don't know if you can see it, but it's right over there on the fence. That's beautiful. You know, I thought I saw that yesterday, but I thought it was a mirage. We get a lot of cardinals, but we don't get a lot of bluebirds. Anyway, Rick Carlisle, would he be a reasonable kind of candidate to come back to the Pacers and coach, that would be an interesting thing to see happen for or for the Pacers. I don't know. I, I thought that Rick Carlisle, not a lot of humor in Rick Carlisle. He's very, very smart, like weird smart, uh, and a terrific coach. But you, you talk about, like Nate McMillan fired because of a lack of postseason success. Rick Carlisle, the last 10 years, never got out of the first round of the playoffs in the NBA. Uh, so... You know, what do you got in Rick Carlisle? If you're going to fire guys for losing playoff series, why would you hire Rick Carlisle? Uh, Russell Hanley, Louis Oosthuizen, uh, they shared the first round lead of the U.S. Open. They shot four under par 67s. Um, uh, Kepka, Rahm, Shoffley, their two back. Spieth, six over. Wow. Not good for Jordan Spieth. I thought he played pretty well at Torrey. Anyway, he didn't. Patrick Rogers of Avon. One under par yesterday, and so he's in contention. He he had it to three or four under early in the day, and then kind of kind of hit the brake pedal uh, late in the round, and so he's in contention, but not quite where we thought he might be uh, early in the day. Thought he might have the first round lead as as we hit the uh, the end point of the first round, but they're going to get going today, and if uh, and the tournaments on the west coast because so we're going to be able to watch until about 10 o'clock at night and as it rains today you know what what better do we have to do than watch golf certainly not watch the cubs the cubs last night here's what you saw if you were watching cubs baseball top of the first with one out one on javi baez hits a bomb to center field cubs go up to nothing from that point on nothing happened it was relentless outmaking. the mets after a leadoff walk in the top of the fourth, they went three up and three down 
the entire way. The last 34 men to come to the plate in that game, zero hits, 0 for 34 last night. The Cubs in this series against the Mets, 17 for 123. They hit 138. This is no fun to watch, for God's sake. The the Chicago Cubs and Major League Baseball, the game is too slow. There is no activity. It's all strikeouts, walks, and home runs. Good heavens. It's just awful to watch. Jacob deGrom with an ERA of like .5. This is the kind of baseball you want. This is what happens when you hire a negotiator to be your commissioner with no background in baseball whatsoever other than sitting across from the Players Association heads and negotiating, uh, you know, the most recent CBA. Rob Manfred is a disaster as a commissioner. Please do something, owners. Like all people do, people go to the games and they like going to the games because they like drinking beer and eating peanuts and having a good time and laughing with each other. That's what people do at Wrigley Field. The baseball is secondary, but people still go because they love Wrigley Field, and it's a generational thing. And so you go to Wrigley Field, and you walk around, and you say, man, this is where my dad used to take me. This is beautiful. I love this. So many things have been updated but are still the same. Like, they haven't changed the bones of the place, and, and that's meaningful to me. I like going back to Wrigley Field. I'll pay to go back to Wrigley Field. However, how much am I going to focus on the game? How much am I riveted by the game? Very, very little. And I love baseball. Baseball's in trouble. Watching it on TV is, I, I, I'd rather watch a Lifetime movie channel, for God's sake. At least you know that you're going to have a finale, a third act on the Lifetime movie channel that's going give to you, give you some degree of satisfaction. With baseball, 0 for 34 to end a game last night. That's awful. I like watching the White Sox. I can watch the White Sox because Jason Benetti and Steve Stone are great. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? On this dark and soon-to-be stormy Friday. Uh, Denny Miller, happy birthday. Edward Railing, happy birthday. Will Taylor, Regina Bailey, Jeff Westlake, Carla Nolan, C.J. Silas, happy birthday. Rob Bryan, Sean McLaughlin, Christina Robb, the great Bruce DeMont, celebrating a birthday, the great Joe Cowley. Happy birthday, the great Jamal Meeks. Happy birthday, the great Jesse Schwer. Happy birthday, worked with her at Emmis forever. Saw her at Wolfie's just uh, not two weeks ago. Uh, really enjoyed seeing Jesse. Sue Colburn Kamen, who I went to junior high with and, and part of grade school with. They're a great laugh. Nobody in junior high was more fun to make laugh than Sue. And, and so uh, happy birthday to Sue. Hope you are well. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Lift each other up, like we always say. Don't pull each other down. Have a great day. Take good care of yourself. Dodge your raindrops. Watch your golf. Enjoy life. And count the days with me. 36 until Colts Camp starts. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. 
To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.